0: Hi guys alex mcdonald danielle muñoz hey jesus christ that just <laughs> that just appeared hi danny hey there i'm doing well happy thanksgiving happy thanksgiving to everybody out there watching and those uh those my friend, happy birthday thank you very much yeah it is uh it is Al's giving today it is Al's giving yeah it's been a good day for me actually did my yeah. um did my turkey and potatoes and stuff in the new air fryer and damn it was good i'll send you yeah. a picture of the turkey later it came out okay. perfectly roast potatoes absolutely perfect and i watched one john wick movie and i I usually thanksgiving is john wick day i john always wick watch day, all three yeah. and uh i watched one movie and then got distracted by youtube so that'll
1: happen.
0: Yeah. And, uh, did some other stuff, just some maintenance type stuff and, uh, had a good day. Good, uh, relaxing, enjoyable day. Thank you that to is. everybody that wished me a happy birthday. I appreciate it. And, um, I have some presents to open.
1: You do. You don't don't put them some gifts yeah.
0: from some gifts I'm- from, uh,
1: I'm going to sing to you first. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Al. Happy birthday to you. Thank
0: you. Thank you, Danny. So uh, let me come down here.
1: Hey, feel those. Can you feel? Does one of them feel heavier than the other? Yes. Open the lighter one first. Open
0: the lighter one first.
1: I know I could have marked them. It doesn't matter a whole, whole lot. Okay.
0: Are these safe to are these safe to show on t- on Tally? Relatively. Oh, look I mean that. we're not on YouTube, so look at okay, that. so new shirt that's that's an Alex shirt right there.
1: It is. I don't so that's a sun shirt. The label probably fell out of it. It's got SPF protection. No shit, does it really? Yeah. so that's why it's got that like interesting. I've washed them. That's our it's clean. It's ready to go. But it's got
0: kind of an interesting texture to it. Yeah, it feels like some of my 5'11 shirts. Yeah, uh, so it's... I'm I'm guessing must be SPF as well then, because it feels the same way.
1: It's lightweight, so you can wear it like shooting or doing yard work or whatever to protect that limey, pale limey skin of yours.
0: Dude, I have Latin skin, I think. Nice, uh, nice...
1: Okay, this is Latin skin. That's pasty pink British skin.
0: This is camera. You know I'm not pasty pink in person. Hush your mouth. Oh, what is this? See, this is Alex shirt too. That
1: is just the most Alex shirt ever. The other one I didn't love, but I liked the SPFness of it. That one is just an Alex. That is a fuck off Alex shirt right there. It's got me written all over it. Oh, I love it. Thank you, Danny. You're welcome. Happy birthday, my friend. Yep. Thank you very much. Now I don't have to do laundry. Yep. I've done your laundry. I'm a good woman. I did your laundry.
0: Oh, yeah. Here it is. SunSmart. SunSmart by L.L. Bean. Cool, dry, comfort. UPF 50. 50 plus. That's great. I like that. Yeah, but some of my 511 shirts must have that because they feel exactly the same. That's great. Um... Let's say hi to our friends. Let's do it. Because they're with us. Canadian they Bacon. Canadian Bacon. Young Becky Myers over there on Rumble. What's up, Becky? Good to see you. Thank you for being here. She says, uh, we didn't do turkey today. Or we didn't do turkey day today. Holding till Saturday. Mister Mr. Bacon working tonight and tomorrow night. But I gave everybody two days off to celebrate my birthday. Why did he not avail himself of my kindness? That's my question. Um, there's Diamond Dave. He has the flu. And I hope you get better ready for tomorrow, oh, Dave, because tomorrow at 8 p.m. is our supporters, our our VIP show supporters. We're doing a Zoom get-together, a Zoom meet-up with those guys. And um, we want a lot of you, all of you, preferably, to be there. Uh, pardon me if you are not... A show supporter, you can become a show supporter if you want to by visiting uh, tpsreportlive.locals.com, and you can uh, join for two dollars a month. If you only want to do the meetup, I believe you can buy your way into the meetup for two dollars. It's, it's a bargain, to be honest that with you. That is a bargain. But that's tomorrow at eight p.m. Eastern. uh Black Friday uh meetup. Bring your beer. And um, come hang out with us. Let's see who else is here. We've got Peggy Brown. Hey, Peggy. Good to see you. Uh, Janine is here. Hey, Janine. Thank you for being here. Happy Thanksgiving. Uh, Joy's with us. Hey, Joy. Good to see you. There's Michelle. Hi, Michelle. Bill Campbell's here. What's up, brother? Uh, Michael Ann Selling is here. Hey, Michael Ann. says, hey, Danny and Alex. And happy birthday to Alex. Cheers, man. I appreciate it. Thank you. There's Sylvia. Hey Sylvia. Thank you for hey, being Sylvia. here. Uh there's Steve, the band hammer. What's up, Steve? Good to see you, brother. Bammer. Uh Joy. I've already said hi to Joy, I think, but Delicious there's stuff. Joy. Um, and I think that's everybody. No, there's Mitch. Mitch McCarty's here. What's hey, up, Mitch. brother? Good to see you. Thank you for being here. All right, Danny, we got a lot to talk about tonight.
1: Sorry, Rumble was making me verify my account. I couldn't see the Rumble rants, but now I can see them, and that's, now I can
0: pay attention to the show. That's weird. I don't think I've ever had Rumble do th- that. Um,
1: yeah, I thought it was fake, so I logged out of Rumble and logged back in, and they made me do it, and now I can see the Rumble rants.
0: So Diamond Dave says that Dave Bear, back there, there's Dave Bear. Dave Bear's yelling happy birthday to me. Bring Dave, Diamond Dave made this. Diamond yeah, Dave Bowen over there on Rumble. He made Dave Bear. <laughs> Dave Bear Dave is Bear. Dave Bear is kinda awesome. Dave and Dave Bear holds uh Pride of Place up there right next mm-hmm. to a spent cartridge from my friend Todd's um funeral. 21 gun salute. Yep. Yeah. Um hey, Nut
1: but just super chatted us. Thanks, buddy. Hey, thanks, Happy Hans. Thanksgiving, Happy
0: Thanksgiving, brother. Good to see you. Super chats on Rumble. Who knew? Love that. Yeah, they're great. Thank you, Hans. We appreciate it. Thank you, brother. We do appreciate it. Um, Thank you. And Hans, you're a I'm absolutely certain Hans is a supporter over on Locals. So mm-hmm. 8 o'clock tomorrow night. The, we'll see you tomorrow night. The details are on Locals. They're in a pinned post. The Zoom link is in there and click on the link at 8 p.m. tomorrow and we'll all get together. Bring your beer, bring your stories, your anecdotes, your questions, whatever you want, bring them. And And I said this the other
1: day when we talked about it, but I think it was at the end of the show. Y'all, if the last time you were on Zoom was the last boozy meetup, get on your Zoom and update Zoom before or just do it at the beginning when you're ready to go into the boozy meetup. But just know that Zoom, I don't think Zoom will let you log in until you update.
0: So, yeah, I did that a couple of days ago because you and I did a quick zoom and uh, before I called you, I updated. It took a matter of seconds. It was a very, very quick, um, very quick update. So, yeah. All right. Let's talk about some stuff. Yeah, let's get to it. There was a shooting. I say that like it's unusual. There was a shooting in Colorado. Uh, Young kid, young man uh, went into a gay nightclub, the Q Club not sure where in colorado that is but it's in colorado colorado springs i thought killed uh killed some people injured others um got the shit beaten out of him by a, by a bunch of feisty queens and the police showed up and arrested him i have a picture of this kid after the beating he took by the way let me find this um why are my Yeah, show they beat notes him up and took open? his gun, didn't they? Yeah, yeah, beat him up, took his gun. The surprise they didn't uh, quite frankly surprised they didn't uh, kill him um, but whatever. where's this picture? There it is. Oh God, this is the kid after getting beaten um he took he he took a bashing. From these guys and gals, most likely, at the uh, at the Club Q or Q Club, whatever it's called, Danielle. And this was the condition, uh, I, I'm guessing this was the condition he was in when he had his mugshot taken. Got the ever-loving shit beaten out of him, thankfully. Anyway, the point of this is that when this shooting happened, the, the mainstream media, the Marxist media, obviously went into full-on right-wing conservative bashing mode, right? No details whatsoever of the right. shooting, but because it took place in a gay bar, the immediate assumption was this was some right-wing radical nut job that has a beef against the gays and a beef beef against the tr- the trans community. And so obviously, obviously it had to be the right wing. Let's take a look at a video real quick. I think I have it queued up.
2: Am I doing something wrong here? Here are some headlines that I wrote the last six months. Fueled by Internet's far-right machine, anti-LGBTQ threats shut down trans rights and drag events. Remember, uh, there was a drag event happening in Colorado.
3: Well, what do do we do about public officials at local level, state level, federal level, who try to inject the fear of the very word transgender into school issues. They get cool.
2: more clicks for it, and they end up on Tucker Carlson, they end up on the highest-rated show on cable news. And last night, by the way, Tucker, uh, attacked my colleague Brandy Zadrosny, who was a co-binary on almost all of these stories. Not me, he attacked Brandy, of course. But he, he attacked Brandy. Um, and he, he went right back into this idea that some they is trying to groom your kids, trying to sexualize your children, right? Yeah. Who's the they, first of all? Yeah. yeah. And second of all, all of her reporting was right. All of it was right. There. Are- Secondly,
1: there is no second of all. Yeah,
0: we're going to get back to this. Ben Collins, MSNBC senior reporter, talking about the stories that he's published just in the past year or two relating to um, the trans community. They they are specifically talking about the trans community here. Even though this was a gay bar that right. uh, this kid went and shot up. They're conflating it with the trans community. And the implication here is that right-wing media, and I am right-wing media, the implication here is that we, Tucker Carlson, anybody, anybody on the right that has spoken about trans issues, the implication is that we've, ginned up violence against the trans community, which couldn't be any further from the truth. Not once have we ever sat on this show. We've made some jokes about the trannies, but only the ones that try to compete in women's sports. Right. They're the ones we make fun of. And quite frankly, they bring it, they brought it upon themselves. If you don't want us poking fun at you for being a little beta male, don't be a little beta male. Right. Compete against, compete against other men. So you have don't to do compete or don't compete. So you have to do, but the implication he's making here is that right wing media have caused this. They talk about, um, protests about, uh, these take your kids to a tranny show or whatever it's called drag queen. We've talked about drag queen, drag story. queen story. That's not, that has never been an attack by people on the right on the, the gay or trans community. That's about protecting children. When parents go to the school board meetings, it's not an attack on anyone's community. It's about protecting their children from groomers. And this is what we're talking about here. With the The reality is, regardless of what Ben Collins wants you to believe, the reality here is a minority of extremists in the trans community have been pushing this trans agenda onto children, to the detriment of children, to the point where they're they're now hacking up their own gen... They're not hacking them up themselves, but they're getting medical procedures to, to mutilate their genitals. And then when they realize that not all of them, but when the majority of them realize, oh, it was just a fad. I made a mistake. It's too late to go back. And that's worth protecting against, regardless of what Ben Collins thinks. This isn't I'm not having to go at the trans community here. I'm having a go at that ideology that insists on pushing this onto children, children who are remarkably impressionable and aren't capable of making better decisions. Let's keep going with this video.
2: There are five dead people in a strip mall because it was the only place they felt safe as gay or trans people in this town in Colorado Springs. This
1: attack also comes amidst a rise in violent rhetoric and threats against the LGBTQI plus people across the country. While we don't know
0: yet for certain the motive She's about to say, we don't know the motive, but she's (laughs) immediately jumps to violent rhetoric across the country. I've not seen this violent rhetoric they're talking about. That's because what I consider violent rhetoric They consider violent rhetoric to be something completely different than I do. They consider words, just simple words, to be violent rhetoric. Is that what you were going to say? We are spreading violent rhetoric because we say things like when
1: you block puberty in kids, it's irreparable. It is not revert. It's not completely reversible. That's violent rhetoric because that counters their
0: narrative. Right. Just simply sitting sitting here and saying, this isn't an attack on the trans community. This is about protecting innocent kids. kids." That's to them, that's violent rhetoric. Let's keep going with this nonsense.
1: of, Of this attack, hate has no place in this country, and neither do military style assault
0: rifles oh here we go hate has no place in this country and neither do military style assault weapons of Which course let's make this about the gun for- let's not make it about the individual danny let's not make it right. about the the kid that decided to go into this gay bar with a rifle and try to keep kill people let or try to and he did in fact kill people right. let's make it about the assault gun.
4: assault weapons ban
0: Here's a tweet from Pete Buttigieg. If you're a politician or media figure who sets up the LGBTQ community to be hated and feared, not because any of us ever harmed you, but because you find it useful, then don't you dare act surprised when this kind of violence follows. Don't you dare act surprised. All right, fair enough. We'll talk about that in a minute. The shooter is. If the shooter is non-binary, it doesn't change the fact, oh, I I jumped ahead further than I wanted to jump ahead right there. So anyway, this was the immediate narrative for the first couple of days following the shooting, Daniel. This was obviously right-wing-fueled hatred that spilled over into this kid going and murdering some gay folks at a gay bar. Apparently, the one place where they felt safe in Colorado Springs in a strip mall. In a strip mall, the only place, the only place they felt safe. The narrative started to fall apart after a couple of days. This is going to tie into something else we're going to talk about after this. But the narrative started to fall apart. Remember the oh, Russia bombed Poland. Remember how that narrative started to fall apart shortly after. Nobody ever got punished for that misinformation, by the way, because that narrative was spread by lefties. Go on. No, go ahead.
1: I was going to drag us down a rabbit hole about if you attack one of us, you attack all of us, unless you're Vladimir Zelensky, in which case, I mean, what's a missile
0: here or there? Right. But that narrative fell apart almost immediately. This narrative started to fall apart. And listen to what uh, CNN say about it.
4: So, Attorneys for the accused shooter, Anderson Lee Aldrich, say in new court filings tonight that the suspect now identifies as non-binary. In a footnote to a motion asserting legal privileges, the public defenders say, quote, Anderson Aldrich is non-binary. They use they, them pronouns, and for the purposes of all formal filings will be addressed as Mix Aldrich. So, in other words, not Mr. or Ms. Joining me now, CNN political commentator Errol Lewis, also back with me, Al Franken and Joe Walsh. Look at the puss on them. Say what? Look at they all have this like puss look on their faces. Oh. Like they just sucked a persimmon.
0: Yeah, listen to what she says.
4: I mean, that's not anything that we had heard from... ...that the suspect now identifies as non-binary. In a footnote to a motion asserting legal privileges, the public defenders say, quote, Anderson Aldrich is non-binary... They use they, them pronouns, and for the purposes of all formal filings, will be addressed as Mix Aldrich. So, in other words, not Mr. or Ms. Joining me now, CNN political commentator Errol Lewis, also back with me, Al Franken and Joe Walsh. I don't know what to say about that. I mean, that's not anything that we had heard from his background. You know, people have been looking into his background, and uh, I don't know if anybody here... Are you guys lawyers? I mean, no. you know, I don't know if the, I, I don't know what to say about that. I mean, th- that's what he's now saying.
0: It, it's that's what he's now is saying. She
1: intentionally misgendering this person. And the reason I made the comment about the puss on her is because as she was saying that she looked like this.
0: Right. Because now the narrative have, has shifted, right? They've spent days pushing the narrative that this was a right wing extremist. She just said there people were looking into his background. They must not have looked very deeply because I'm going to play a video in a second. Hang on. You just said it too. She just
1: she had just told us that the lawyer said that this person uses they, them pronouns. Mm -hmm. But she's decided she's going to continue to call this person he, him.
0: Right. And dismiss. And like she said, well, now that's what they're telling us. Well, if that's what they're telling us now, it's nothing we've heard before. She's dismissing it. She's summar, and- she's summarily dismissing it because because their narrative is falling apart. Right. That's why. So right. now they have to double down.
1: And when you I mean, and not that they've addressed you and me specifically, but when you and I have questioned people all of a sudden coming out and being a different gender than they were three days before, it's always, oh, well, maybe they didn't feel safe. Maybe they were trans all along and just didn't feel safe. Sure. Coming out until now. But with this person, she feels like they have a right to judge them and decide the point at which sure. they they were or were not transgender. Yeah. Sorry, go
0: ahead. My camera's all jacked up here and I don't know why. Look how my my screen is bigger than yours. I'll fix that after the show. I'm not gonna mess around with it now. She's summarily dismissing it because it doesn't tie in with their agenda. Right. Their agenda being the same thing I've been talking about for over a year now, this war on conservatism, this war on, on effectively white Christian conservatives. The assumption was and will always be that this had to have been a white Christian conservative radical to go and shoot up a gay bar. Turns out not some much. Turns out this kid is non-binary, goes by they, them. But if people have been looking into his background, why didn't they find that? Well, if people have been looking into his background, why didn't they find this? This is the same kid a couple of years ago.
3: It's just uncovered video of the suspected shooter in the nightclub mass shooting spree. (laughs) This is 22-year-old Anderson Lee Aldrich during a nasty encounter last year with deputy sheriffs in Colorado Springs. His mother reportedly called cops after she said he threatened her with a homemade bomb. On the day of the standoff, the suspect was seen walking up to the house wearing a COVID mask. He's lugging a large suitcase with his mother at his side. Today I die. A short time later, the tense two-hour standoff takes place. You get a glimpse of the suspect in riot gear doing a Facebook Live as police surround the house. This is your boy. I've got the outside, got the rifles out. As he walks through the house, he makes a serious threat. If they breach, I'm gonna blow it to holy hell. He is breathing heavily. So uh, go ahead and come on in, boys. See it. Eventually Aldrich came out of the house with his hands up, barefoot. You can see a police dog ready to pounce. Larry Quinn lived next door. Yeah, a police officer comes
0: and knocks on the door and tells us to evacuate because there's a bomb threat.
3: Aldrich was charged with felony menacing and first degree kidnapping, charges that were later dropped. It- Another
0: example of a violent what what should have been a felon known to the police, never charged or, or never prosecuted. Charges were dropped, let go, put back on the street. Probably because when they booked them in, they used different pronouns. They were probably released because they were non-binary, and to to actually prosecute somebody who's non-binary, well, that would just be racist, right? Homophobia. Obviously, obviously, I know. I'm, I'm kidding. Or no, sorry, no, no. Because no, to wrong. them, Too every fucking thing yeah. is racist. Right. So the narrative has completely fallen apart. CNN. In that clip, just refusing to acknowledge that this person can't possibly be non-binary. If that's what they're saying, it's nothing we've heard before. And we researched his entire background. But they didn't come up with that. The fact that just a year ago, the kid was in an armed standoff, threatening to blow up his grandmother's house or his mother's house, whatever it was. And then was released, most likely because it is non binary. Instead of looking at the person, instead of prosecuting him for his past crimes, this administration immediately jumps to white nationalist hatred. And guns. Right. The truth is right there staring us in the face. This kid is obviously mentally disturbed. For that tub of shit to put on all that gear and believe he's going to fight off a SWAT team, it's comical.
1: Dude, he was out of breath running around the house wearing Yes, his yes. SWAT. I
0: mean. Yeah, it's absolutely comical. That kid has things wrong in his head. The least of which is that he's non-binary. He believes that he's not a man. It's a mental, it's a mental disorder. Anybody, any, and and I'm at the point where anybody that does this, this they, them, whatever, whatever their chosen pronouns are, I'm now going to look at them not as a threat, you know, I'm not going to look at them as potential gay club shooters. But I am going to look at them with a degree of suspicion that I didn't look at them with before. Because this, ju- this kid just proved it's a mental disorder. This is a mental disorder. And I'm sure the trans community won't be happy about that. But unless you unless the trans community themselves are willing to look at this and say, you know what, that that kid was fucked up in the head. And um, maybe maybe we should stop trying to push this agenda onto every living person. Maybe we need to recommend people go talk to a professional Right. and find out if if maybe, maybe they're not actually trans, maybe they're just nuts. Maybe that might prevent the next one. That's something to look at. But immediately jumping to white nationalist conservative rage and, um, you know, fucking assault weapons, that's not the solution to any of these problems. And the-
1: based on... Not wanting, literally based on them not wa- not wanting them to trans the kids, right? Because those are the, the things that they're quoting, the saying that it's you know this kind of talk is what's what's fueling this rage. They're talking about one, of course, they're citing the "Don't Say Gay" bill, yes, ridiculous, citing legislation that's denying gender affirming care, which is transing the kids, mm-hmm. and um that people are all up in arms um, about kid-friendly drag shows, which is stuff like um, Drag Queen Story Hour, which yes, we are all up in arms about those things. So all of those things that they're saying that we are making a fuss about, and it's causing white rage against transgender people, One, it's not. And two, they're all things that people should be pissed off about and quit trans the kids. Right. And stay out of our sports.
0: Right. Right. Maybe, maybe this kid is pissed off because he was trans at an early age and, um, got upset about it and went to the source. Maybe, I don't know. See, I'm saying maybe I'm not making a definitive statement like the, the leftist Marxist media does, because I don't know. That's the reality of it. But the media's coming undone right now. We're seeing story after story unravel right in front of us. And um, they're they're looking like a disaster.
3: Well,
0: and they don't well, have. Go ahead. I'm sorry. They don't have the cover that they used to have especially now with Twitter. I want to talk about what's going on on Twitter real quick because it is, uh, shit is kicking off on Twitter. Let's start with this thing from Elon Musk, a poll he put up. Should Twitter offer a general amnesty to suspended accounts, provided that they've not broken the law or engaged in egregious spam? 72% of people say yes. So Elon says the people have spoken, amnesty begins next week. So a bunch of accounts are going to be coming back to Twitter, Danielle, and the left are pissed. Meanwhile, on one of the platforms that some of these leftists have been, uh, have been flocking to, the uh, Twitter hole monitors have moved to another platform. The, um, the, the creator of Mastodon, this guy Stux, has had to post this. What is it with people reporting every single person they don't like? Please stop with that. This is this is not Twitter. Please use features like mute or block if you don't like people, but stop reporting. Otherwise, I'll start banning people who keep reporting for nothing. I'm trying to keep things running with so many new people, and it's such a waste of time to hear whatever you don't like. Otherwise, go waste Elon's time, not mine. So That's these amazing. these purple head woke that were over on Twitter have gone to this other platform. They're trying to exert their will on this other platform like they were able to do on Twitter. And they're they're right now they're about to be remarkably unsuccessful and possibly get banned from that platform. Something Elon didn't do, by the way, was ban them. Well, let's talk about banning because the left are so you the left and the media are so used to having things go their way and times are changing over on Twitter. Danielle. As is obvious to all but the media, there's not one permanent ban on even the most far left account spouting utter lies. Not even Associated Press with their completely fictional report on Russian missiles hitting Poland that carried severe consequences for escalating the war. That's Elon Musk confirming that a leftist account or leftist media outlet have they confirming that they've never been banned, not one of them on Twitter for their lies and misinformation. And there have been a ton of lies and misinformation. Look at uh, look at the Hunter Biden. The New York Post was banned for reporting on Hunter Biden's laptop. Absolutely true story. But they're they're more of a right way right leaning media outlet, right? Yep. And you look at all the Russian collusion, Russia collusion. You look at look at all the lies that the media have spread. Not one of them has ever been banned from Twitter. The tables are turning somewhat. They know that they don't have the cover. Their the mainstream media's the majority of their reach is on Twitter. People aren't tuning into CNN the way they used to. People aren't tuning into MSNBC the way they used to. The majority of their reach is on Twitter, and they're now having their lies number one fact checked on Twitter. They're actually getting fact checked now. They're right. having the the real story the actual truth true story is being reported this is why that cnn broads so upset this is why she's so indignant about this uh about this pronoun issue coming up because the truth is now being reported on twitter and cnn have no option but to report the truth right they're denying the truth they're apparently science deniers, denying this guy's gender, denying this guy's identity. CNN denying science, but it's some, um, they, they're not afforded the cover they used to have. It just
4: made me wrong, so uh, angry. Wrong button.
0: Because... Here's a tweet from Dinesh D'Souza. We don't hear much about Democrats and leftists being let back on Twitter. Why? because they were never kicked off in the first place. Their lies and misinformation simply escaped all scrutiny. Censorship has been deployed as a one-way operation against conservatives. Elon Musk replied, correct. Elon Musk isn't a conservative by any means, Danielle. Elon Musk considers himself a free speech absolutist. He's been through the data. He's looked at the accounts. He knows who's been banned and who hasn't. Dinesh D'Souza was banned. Right. Dinesh D'Souza is now back there. Dinesh D'Souza, he was banned. It wasn't over 2,000 mules, I don't think. Um, And regardless of what you think of 2,000 mules, it was a documentary. Even if it was for 2,000 mules, did that warrant a ban from Twitter? But that's what Twitter was doing. It was a one-way street. They couldn't have now, you know, 2000 mules took off anyway, but Twitter did everything it could to try to suppress 2000 mules from the general public. Just like they did everything they could to suppress the Hunter Biden laptop story from the general public, which, quite frankly, was successful. Because if you ask voters, what was it, three in 10 said knowing that story may have changed their vote. Three in 10, 30 percent, that's the election. Right there. So CNN, MSNBC, all these leftist organizations, they see their platforms shrinking. Their ability to spread misinformation is now being challenged. And it's being challenged on a remarkably large and popular platform where people are beginning to see the truth. Or... The counter narrative. Because not all of that, a lot of this is just opinion based, right? A lot of the stuff that Twitter would crack down on was merely opinion based. Right. And we would, you would be subjected to one opinion and other opinions. The counter narrative would be, would be banned. It would be censored. And um, that's changing now. I don't know how long for, again, I think it's only a matter of time before Elon has to get into the censorship game, but this is what we're seeing happening. And, uh, it's fun to watch if I'm being honest, it's fun to watch these outlets, uh, just squirm right. when yes. they're when their narratives are just ripped out from underneath them, just squirming. Let's talk about this. Global Bank's partner with New York Fed for a 12-week digital dollar pilot. This is the uh this is the beginning of the end of financial independence, Danielle. One of your favorite people, Edward Snowden came out to speak about this because it's important. And I I know you're not a fan of Ed or is Ed you're not a fan of? I
1: don't like him, I don't hate him.
0: He's okay. Not. He came out to a talk about this and he used the uh, analogy, compared it to Scrooge McDuck and uh, McDuck's giant money magnet, because yes. here's what this will do. A digital dollar, a di- A digital dollar has, has to be a centralized currency, right? It has to be managed by someone. In this instance, it would be managed by the Fed. Right now, we have a firewall between us and the government. That firewall is cash. Governments can certainly reach into your bank accounts. They can certainly reach into your credit cards. They can reach into your PayPal. They can reach into any digital platform. What they can't do is reach under your mattress and um, start taking your money, right? A digital currency gives that just ignore that a digital currency gives them complete and unfettered access to your money let's uh, let's let edward snowden tell us in an interview with marta belcher president of filecoin foundation and general counsel at protocol labs the whistleblower said the risk is very easy to illustrate His problem with CBDC, which is the uh, central bank digital currency, is that it could give government too much control over citizens' finances. His choice of analogy, Scrooge McDuck in DuckTales, the cartoon from the late 80s. Scrooge, Snowden recalled, had a giant vault full of coins and dollar bills and things like that. And if he needs money... A giant magnet comes out of the top of it and it just pulls dollars out of everybody in the town's pockets. That's what a central bank digital currency is. That's all it really is. We're sitting on $28 trillion in debt, Danielle. That money is going to have to be paid back at some point. If you have kids, they're kind of screwed. Right. The government is going to want to move to this digital currency because it would be impossible to not even hide or shelter income. It would be impossible to keep legal there's, there's IG money, right? There's ill-gotten gains, and then right. there's legal-gotten gains. It would be impossible to keep the legal money out of the reach of government. And with a digital currency would follow a emergency powers declaration. If the government needs money, they get to come and take it. You will see legislation that says we don't have to worry about tax increases. We won't have to worry about legislation to let us raise your taxes. We'll just take what we need. They'll sell it to the public by telling them this is how we get the rich to pay their fair share. That's how they'll sell it. This means that the rich won't be able to hide money from us. They're going to have to pay their fair share. And then the first time an emergency declaration is declared, they'll tell them, they'll give the media their marching orders and tell them, go tell all the poors that uh, we're going to confiscate money from the wealthy because we have no choice and they're the ones in the best position to help us. And if they're truly patriotic, they won't stand in our way. And that's how they'll play this off. They'll, they'll, They'll manipulate and gaslight people into accepting this as the way it should be. Now, I'm all about digital currencies. I like things. I, I like digital coin, right? I'm invested in some digital coins, some cryptocurrencies. I like them as long as they're decentralized. I like them as long as they're not controlled by a government. I like them as long as they're in my encrypted wallet that the right. government has no access to. But your, your federal coin, it, well, it'll be in an encrypted wallet. But guess who holds the decryption key? It's going to be the, the government or yep. the Fed in this case. This is the, it's a 12-week pilot test. It's going to be the scariest 12 weeks ever. I imagine it will be a stable coin. I imagine that's what it will be. A stable coin being a coin that will always be transferable for a dollar, right? Most most centralized digital currencies are stable coins. So even if you invest in them, you're not going to make a profit. You're just buying, you're spending a dollar to buy a digital dollar. It's not going to go up theoretically and it's not going to go down. So it's not an investment opportunity for anybody. Don't look at it that way. It's just a simple, it's an electronic means of trading. But it's completely 100% controlled by the United States government, the U.S. Fed. And their goal, obviously, is to make all U.S. dollars digital So that they can just come and take it at the drop of a hat. They can do what Trudeau did with the truckers and just lock out their bank accounts. Now, he locked them out. I don't believe Canada actually took their money. But that's exactly what they could do with a digital currency. They could just take it and say, no, that's mine now. And if you're a true patriot, you'll, uh, you'll say, thank you, sir. and leave us alone. Dude, that's horrifying. It's terrifying, man. The collapse of FTX played right into their hands here. Right. Because they've wanted to regulate crypto for as long as crypto has existed. Now they have now they have more grounds to go after the regulation of cryptocurrency here. I don't know what that's going to look like, but I guarantee you it will involve hanging over your registering with the government and giving them the encryption keys for your wallets. Guarantee you that will be part of it, so that they then have access to those. This plan goes a step beyond that, but FTX failing has given them leverage to do this. Right, it's given them leverage to begin the regulation necessary to implement their own digital coin.
1: You know, when people were saying when the FTX thing happened that, you know, should we be looking at this? Like it was staged. Should we be asking that question? Was it choreographed for this next
0: step? Right. Right. And when you look at, when you look at who that guy was associated with, maybe who knows, But let's let's figure out why why would they want to take your money? Right? Why would the why would the government possibly want to declare a state of emergency and steal your money from you? How long have they been how long have they been calling student debt a threat to national security, Danielle? A threat to the financial stability of the United States? I've heard them saying it for about four or five years now. Here's one reason why they might want to be able to have unfettered access to your cash. Joe Biden's student debt forgiveness program got shot down. Federal court shut it down. The the administration stopped taking applications. It's effectively dead in the water. And because of that, they're trying to come up with new ways for people to write off this debt. And so Biden is rolling out an easier process for student loan borrowers to discharge their debt in bankruptcy. The problem with this, Danielle, is it's going to open the door to much more. I've I've heard as much as $500 billion at this point. Because Jesus. it's it's going to also be privately held debt. There's one thing we know about laws. Laws have to, laws cannot discriminate, right? Laws have right. to be applied equally. And if they change the bankruptcy law to allow the discharge of student debt, it has to allow the discharge of both privately held debt and publicly held debt. Was it 500 billion? It was more than that. Maybe it was five trillion. It may have been five trillion dollars in uh, student debt. We don't have five trillion dollars to be able to write this debt off, Daniel. And we don't have a digital currency yet. So this is obviously, this is just speculatory. But this right. is one example of where they may want to come and take your money. We have a student, they call it a student debt crisis. It's a threat to the financial stability of the United States. And it's been referred to as a, a threat to national security. It's not a very big step to take. To say, in order to defeat this threat to national security, we're going to have to come and take money from you to wipe out this student debt. They're taking the money from us regardless. It's taxpayer money. But with a digital currency, they can just come and take as much as they need for a given purpose. And this is why centralized digital currencies are absolutely terrifying. We're handing we're handing the the key to the lockbox to the people that make the rules about withdrawing money from the lockbox they've wanted to get into our 401k's for as long as i've been in the united states that began it was before bill clinton but it got traction under bill clinton oh we need to take a one-time a one-time withdrawal out of your 401ks was the proposal. That one-time withdrawal would have satisfied them for a couple of years, and then they would have come for another and another and another and another. We've thank God we've been able to fight that off for um, for a while. I don't know how much longer we'll be able to fight that off especially when we're sitting on $28 trillion worth of debt. But I imagine at some point during our lifetimes, they're going to start confiscating money from our 401ks. A digital currency makes it a lot easier for them to do that. Right. A digital currency makes it a lot easier for them to just take money from you to address what they consider the next big emergency which in this case would be student loans. The next one will be Social Security, Danielle. Social Security is on its way to bankruptcy. They're going right. to need to keep it solvent. We don't have the money to keep it solvent. We now have we have yearly budgets that are in the trillions of dollars. We're up to 20, $28.5 trillion, dollars technically, in national debt right now. We've looked at the national debt clock here before, Danielle. Right. Yeah. I don't want to pull it up again because it's terrifying. No, it's horrifying. We have to pay that back. We're not going to want 90% tax rates. One way they could get around this is by keeping the taxes lower and saying we'll we'll and slapping a surcharge on you, which they'll be able to take from their from your digital wallet straight back into their digital treasury be able to slap a surcharge on you and 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 let's call it uh whatever whatever that we we have these um social credit scores now right right let's say your social credit score is low and you have to pay a surcharge for that well right now who the fuck is going to pay who who the fuck is going to write a check to pay their social credit score surcharge no one yeah, no. But when they have unfettered access to all of your all of your money, they're just going to take it. This is why a digital currency is a risk, it's a threat, and and it it eliminates financial freedom. Ed Snowden's right about this one. This is literally Scrooge McDuck and his money magnet. And listen, I know I know I float some pretty far-fetched ideas, but a lot of those end up coming true. And this one absolutely would. It absolutely would. It won't be in the shape of tax increases, Danielle. It'll be in the form of um, appealing, appealing to the, for lack of a better term, xenophobia, Right. Of the of the, the poorer Americans saying, well, these wealthy Americans, if they're truly patriotic, they would want to do this. And they'll get the masses on their side to give them cover for it. Then they'll do a national emergency. Oh, we've got the student debt national emergency. Then they'll have the social credit score surcharges.
1: Why is student debt a national emergency?
0: Because it's $5 trillion of uh, of debt that kids can't pay that's their uh, I don't think it is but that's their justification okay, gotcha. for it being a national emergency it's absolutely ridiculous and uh, the whole thing needs to go away going to finish on this I know this rubs people the wrong way because I've been saying this for quite a while now Republicans have got to start playing the game by the new rules that have been established Those rules do not include going to the polls and voting anymore. The new rules of the game are harvesting as many ballots as you possibly can and mailing them in. We had a conversation about that. Again, we we had a meeting recently. I'm not going to say who it was, but I was at the meeting. And my suggestion was, I'm not going to tell you what the context was, but my suggestion was, while you're there, ask them if they have any ballots you want mailed in. Because that's exactly what the Democrats are doing. They're going from door to door, knocking on the doors, asking people, asking people if they have ballots. Can we count on you to vote? You know, whatever. Let's talk. Let's use locally as a uh, as a um, metaphor here, not a metaphor, as an example here. War. Uh, what's his name? Warnock. Warlock. Mm-hmm. Raphael Warlock. Raphael Warlock needs you to vote for him. Can we count on you to vote? Tell you what. While we're here, do you have any ballots you need us to to take in for you? This is what they're doing, and they're winning. By doing this. I know ballot harvesting is illegal in many places, but that doesn't matter to Democrats. Right. And here's the reality. If it doesn't matter to Democrats, it has to stop mattering to Republicans. If the, if the rules of the game Are to win at any cost. Then you have to play by those rules to win at any cost. Ballot harvesting is being ignored. No one's getting prosecuted for ballot harvesting. Right. So start harvesting some fucking ballots. You've got to play by the rules that have been established. These rules are now the accepted rules. We know it happens. And I understand, well, I understand that I'm a person of principle. And that I know ballot harvesting, if it's illegal, shouldn't happen. But I'm also smart enough to understand that it does happen. And that we're going to lose every time ever if Republicans don't start playing by the same rules that have been established. It's not about going to the polls anymore. It's about ballot harvesting. It's about the mail-in vote. Getting out and voting means nothing anymore. When it comes to winning anyway. Right. Unfortunately, if you're, you're right. If you're a Republican and you have kids, and I'm telling you what Democrats do. But if you're, here's what it, let me actually, let me just tell you what a Democrat will do. A Democrat will fill out ballot applications for every single member of their family, they will fill them out for their kids because 18, 19, and 20 year old kids, they don't go through the hassle of applying for an absentee ballot because it's work. And this sudden this sudden increase in younger people voting, it's not younger people voting. It's their parents voting for them. They're applying for those ballots. They're filling those ballots out. They're putting them in an envelope. And all they do is say, hey, sign this. And the kid signs the outside of the envelope. And then it goes. These parents are voting by proxy for their kids. Don't think, don't make the mistake of believing that for the first time in history, younger generations are now voting in substantial numbers. They're not right. And Republicans have got to start playing the game by the same fucking rules. If you're in a family and you have two kids who are 18 and 19 don't count on them to do it. Do it for them. And maybe don't even ask them who they want to vote for. You're the parent, you know better. You know, you know what's best for them. Is it the, is it the let's up rack up $28 trillion in debt ideology? Or is it the hey, let's be responsible about responsible about this. Quit spending other people's money ideology. It's what Democrats are doing, Danielle. I know. Listen, I get it. I shouldn't have to sit here and say this, but these these kids or young adults aren't suddenly voting right in large numbers it's their parents doing it for them and republicans right. have got to start playing by the same rules simple as that they have to otherwise you're not going to win another election you can try to you can try to reform as many voting laws as you want there's going to be enough states that don't reform their laws that your reforms aren't going to matter one bit. It might help you in state races, right? Brian Kemp just did well. Right. Herschel Walker's not doing so great, but Brian Kemp did well. But in a, on a national election, in a national election, it's the harvested ballots that will win the election. Regardless, I don't care what I I, I I see somebody in the chat running his little yap there. And he may not do agree with me, and that's fine. But he's wrong. We've so we have the data to support this. Look at 2020. Look at 2020. That wasn't widespread fraud. That was widespread harvesting. Right. And it won. It took the it, it won the election for Joe Biden, a man that should have never won that race. But Democrats figured out how to win it. And if Republicans don't start playing by the same rules, they will never win the presidency again. Because it's the national races that matter. Again, you can reform your state laws and make a difference there, but you're not going to make a difference nationally. Simple as that. Right. And that's it. We're out of time. Yes. Good.
1: Let's get out of here before you fall off your soapbox and hurt yourself. Y'all, we'll be back tomorrow, eight o'clock Eastern, seven o'clock Central for our supporter stream boozy meetup. So um, come find us there. Thank you all for hanging out with us. Happy Thanksgiving, friends. Happy birthday, Al. Thank you. We love y'all. We appreciate you. We'll see you out there. Bye, guys. Bye now.